0: Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning into the Stuff I Heard podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Josh Peek, and I happen to have Jeff and Justine here today. Hi, guys.
1: Hi, Josh. Hey,
0: Josh. So I'm glad we got to do this. I uh, appreciate you guys wearing your your famous shirt there. Uh, I've been trying to get those out and about to everybody. And we had sort of a funny thing when uh, when you guys, <laughs> Jeff, you sent me a thing. You're like, hey, send me a shirt. And I'm like, okay, cool. I sent it to what I guess is your old address. I didn't know that you'd moved. I was like, "Eh, I sent you the thing, haven't you gotten it? And you're like, where did you send it? And I sent you the address and you're like, oh, we moved three years ago. I was like, oh, crap. So (laughs) thankfully, the people who got it sent it back and said, you know, not at this address. So I got it back here and I just basically pasted it over. You saw the label. I just pasted it over Mm -hmm. the the correct label and sent it out. I was like, all right, I hope this goes through. That was one of those things where, you know, when I Mm -hmm. ordered these shirts, I didn't know what sizes to order. But I had a lot of requests for sizes that aren't me. Like I'm a 2X. So right. I had a lot of requests for large, which actually on my phone, I started keeping track of, uh, of a log in my notes of who got what. So I can keep track of, okay, if I order again, what sizes do I need to order? It's kind of a you know, way to keep track of what you've given out. Because also, you know time had gone by and I was like, oh crap, how many have I given away? Like I bought a hundred, but how many have I given away? So large is my most popular size. I had no idea, but large is the most popular size. Um, I'm also completely out of mediums. I didn't know mediums were going to be so popular. Hmm. I was like, I don't know that many people, I thought, but I guess I do. Maybe ladies? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. My wife and her friends, you know, they're in the gym all the time, so they're tinier. (laughs) Makes sense. But but the two X's, I only ordered, I think, uh, 20 of them, and I think Uh I'm down to like I don't know, maybe three. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, that's another popular size. But uh, but yeah, so anyway. <sighs> but that's not a sign of increased obesity in America.
2: I just like baggy t-shirts.
0: All right, I like them baggy too. I like yeah. baggy t-shirts. I like to be able to move my arms freely without having to feel like I'm constricted. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: All right, fair enough.
0: But some I'm people some people like them tighter. Some people like to show off their, their physique, you know.
1: It's i'm okay. not one of those
0: people but i used to be when i was, wants junior, to see my dad I was like bod. i was like that <laughs> nobody
2: wants to see your dad bod
0: yeah that's <laughs> off the dad bod mm-hmm. yeah i'm
2: going for the Billie eilish look like i want to wear everything baggy so okay. you can't tell what's going on
1: underneath that's a good sign actually yeah, mm. yeah Billie eilish
0: she's got that going yeah it's a strategic move indeed very strategic yeah so anyway um I was just listening I was listening to my wife uh she did a podcast with her friends uh Friday night and mm-hmm. I was just listening to it in the other room when you texted me and I was like, Oh crap, it's eleven. I was like <laughs> Yeah that kind of caught me by surprise too like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. I um I had ordered a light ring, which I just put an image up on Instagram. I got an LED light ring above the the, the laptop.
1: Oh and nice I've, so make your face a little brighter and Yeah,
0: because yeah. without it It just looks kind of grainy because the, (laughs) you know, the camera on these things are only so powerful, but it is a MacBook pro it's last Mm -hmm. year's model. So it's a decent camera, but it's not like, it's not like I would get, if I used a professional camera, like I got laying around here. Um, but the lighting definitely helps. I was turning on the overhead ceiling fan light and I have a little lamp beside me and I had the window open for light and all of that, you know, together I was like, this is just stupid. I could just order one of those led lights that uses way less electricity and Mm -hmm. it would look great and it does it does look great so um that came in the mail friday or was it friday or yesterday yesterday came yesterday um easy to set up
2: together now anyway so yeah
0: really easy to set up it was like 50 bucks on amazon i was like cool perfect that's all i need and it looks fine it's a little bright when i'm looking into it but i'm getting used to it the more i do it uh the coolest thing is it makes all this stuff look brighter it is, and that's a really oh,
1: awesome mural. Is really that a mural cool. or like a? It's a actually a,
0: it's like a sheet. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it was advertised, um, on. I think it was on Instagram. It was like one of those random things about art that was for sale, and this thing was for sale, and I was like, "Oh, that's pretty." But think- in case you hear a dog, yep. barfing. That's what just happened. Yep. Oh, we have yeah. our first ever podcast dog barf.
2: You have live dog bar.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I this thing, it, awesome. it looked a lot bigger well, before I bought job. it. But when I bought it, it came out. It's like uh, maybe three foot, three and a half foot by six, like six feet. Yeah, yeah, three by six maybe. Um, but I wanted it behind me rather than just having the yellow wall. Because the yellow wall was just it, just, it was distracting to me when I was looking at it. I was like, it's distracting. Of course, my wife says this is distracting. I'm like, no, it isn't. It's fine.
1: Yeah, no, it definitely is fun. It's almost like a,
0: a Zoom background without putting yeah, a Zoom background. exactly. Yeah. I
2: was going to offer right. my Tiger King background. <laughs>
1: Justine was actually thinking about that, thinking it was a Zoom background. She was like, you know, we should use our Tiger King uh,
0: background for <laughs> what we're talking. Is that a mural of you dressed as a tiger? No,
2: it's an actual Zoom background where you can have like the the guy from Tiger King, like in the background of your mm-hmm.
0: Zoom call. Oh, that's weird.
2: It's weird. It's it's weird. I put one. I put it up in the background, um, a couple of weekends ago for my Bible study group, and hilarity ensued. Hmm. It was great,
0: right on. Yeah. <laughs> so here in Florence, during this whole you know stay inside, work from home kind of thing, um, I have been working in the public. I've been going out. Uh, but my days have been cut to two days. So I've been spending a lot of time at home and doing research and trying to figure out how to make this all better. So mm-hmm. one of the things I did, of course, was I built a uh, one foot stand for my laptop to get on that way. The camera angle will be this way instead of this way.
1: Um, nice. Yeah. I've so we're watching, not
0: looking at I like it. Yeah. There's a YouTube channel I watch called Think Media and it's a mm-hmm. group of people who all they do is come up with content about how to make, their YouTube presence better or how to how to branch out and diversify and stuff like that. And, you know, this one guy, he was like, yeah, you want to have it at a raised position. That way you don't get that weird double chin thing of looking down at your camera. You know, mm-hmm. he's like mm-hmm. giving you all these tips and stuff. And I'm like, why don't I do that? I got wood out in the garage. I can build me a little thing. So I fashioned one of those up the other day. Um, and then I've been doing some research on cameras. So here's a problem I got. And this is, this is maybe this might be in your realm. It might not be. It, it's, it, uh, I don't know how much camera stuff you do. But for the video component of the podcast, my wife and her friends did one, like I said, the other night. And the audio is great. The audio is perfect. Um, I actually put her in this chair and then she had three friends out here in front of her in the, in, on the table. And to do video, I used an iPad Pro um, it takes great video, but the sound quality sounds like it's from an iPad across the room. So what I do is I take the audio and I have to load the audio onto Anchor through an RSS feed. You have to convert it to an MP3 and then it converts it to an RSS feed and it sends it out and it makes it a podcast. Well, once the podcast is loaded, I can then grab that audio and then drag it into iMovie, put the video from the iPad in into iMovie, and then I can match up the volume. Well, It works out in the beginning because at the beginning I try to make it consistent every time with, Hey everybody, this is Josh. So you automatically can see when you, when you space it out, you can see the spikes where you're talking. And I try to line those up between the two volumes. And then once I get it to where it lines up, I just take the volume from the video of the iPad off. That way it's just got the volume that's already finished. It's got everybody at the right sound levels and everything. And I use that for the rest of the thing. The problem is, there's a compression issue of the way it loads. It changes the speed or the length of it. And in that process, the mouth and the words get off as oh, it goes further on. Yeah. And I can't quite figure out how to either compress one of the files or expand one of the files. And I'm thinking that the problem is because I'm using the audio, um, using the mixer board for everything, That that's, what's getting it off. Um, I've been looking at cameras. Um, I was actually doing some research on a camera called a Mevo Start. Mevo is this interesting little they they have different varieties, but their initial one sort of just looks like a like a little tiny spool almost. I mean it's a little tiny thing. It's it's cylindrical, it's about this tall, and it has a camera that faces front and it has a microphone on it. But the thing Mm -hmm. is, like if you were to do um, say you're doing a panel discussion, you could sit in front of people and it will focus on not only the group as an image, but then it'll focus on people as they talk.
1: So that when you go to load your
0: video uh, uh, into your computer, you have a choice of what image you can use or you can have it switch automatically or you can have it just as a flat panel or you can have it so it automatically zooms to everybody who talks, which is neat. Um, Mm -hmm. The problem with it is the battery life is only like an hour. You have to buy like a battery accessory because it's so tiny. Um, And the sound is okay. Like I've watched some videos on it and they say the sound, I've heard some sound quality things and it's okay. Uh, But they have one called the start that is more of a, it's, it's more of a, I mean, is there a way that it can still stay plugged in and be plugged directly into your
1: computer that way, at least all the feeds are feeding into one device?
0: not Not with that one. Not with that one, but the start one there is. Um, And I want to watch some more videos on it. It looks more like just a, almost like a hand like this. I mean, it's just, I don't know, it's flat. Mm -hmm. There's no other way to put it. It's flat. It's got like a six-hour battery life. You can plug it into the wall to have unlimited energy or whatever, and you can also—it looks like it has a plug in the back that you can connect it Ethernet-wise. But there's also a 3.5 jack in the back for audio. And I thought, what if I take the audio from my mixer board? I can take Mm -hmm. the—I can take basically what the headphones plug into, and take a like a male-to-male plug. Plug it in, like I've got a jack here, plug it into here, and then plug it into there. And then the audio that it hears, which is basically what everyone's saying, goes directly into it as a feed. And it should play like in line with what they're doing, right? I mean, so you're in thinking
1: of, you think that you like a, uh, a three and a half millimeter jack splitter that goes off of your laptop that can feed off of two feeds, more or less? Maybe. I'm not Maybe. sure. The only thing, I think the challenge, though, if that is your input, I'm not sure if your computer will be able to detect that it's two inputs coming into that one feed. It may.
0: I don't, I don't need the input to go to the computer because all of the sound, like when you're doing, if I'm doing it, like I've got it set up, all the sound would be coming from the mixer board through the USB cables in the back. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. So the microphone for the camera would this would then be a feed from that Jack from the headphone cables for this. Which is like a passive thing, so it doesn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think it would interrupt it, but you could hear everything that everybody's saying. Mm-hmm. Um, the only the only problem would be like sound levels. You can't really change the sound levels for each person. The Zoom stuff has actually worked out great. Um, I, I'm really happy with the ability that once you record, um, it gives you a choice of saving individuals audio files, or mm-hmm. you can save the video. Like it has a separate thing for video or it has the option of you can take audio from the whole thing and just drag the whole thing over but that way if you've got somebody let's say that has a bad connection or they're maybe they're just hey, way away from the microphone like this you can take the audio levels and adjust it in garageband oh. it's just a simple click and drag from your finder you just click it and drag it over you can adjust it how you want it you can move it you can cut it off if there's If they said something really (laughs) awful in the middle and you want to like mute that part out, you can then grab it and then take the volume down and then just skip past the joke or whatever it is, you know. (laughs) Or you can can insert a bleep here just to make it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to make it funny or, you know, whatever. Or just kind of glaze over the inappropriateness of whatever. So, which, I mean, can happen. Um, Especially if you're, you know, having a few drinks and you're getting loose and that kind of stuff. Uh, But it also, like, it allows everybody to be comfortable in their own home. So, you know, if people are like, yeah, I want to do it, but I don't want to leave my house, especially with this quarantine stuff going on, or money's tight, I can't, ex- I can't afford the gas, or I don't want to risk, you know, <laughs> getting infected if I come in contact with somebody in public, you know, can I just do it for my house? This allows us to do that. Now, you and I were discussing the fact that there is, there is some security concerns when it comes to Zoom. Indeed, there has been, uh, to the point where
1: there has been a, uh, an interesting... Um I guess not necessarily a fad, but this is a technique that social engineers have been using uh, called Zoom bombing, uh, which is probably well known now uh, where if you don't put a password on your Zoom meeting, which I saw you did. So good job there. That's automatic.
0: Um, I didn't really do that.
1: (laughs) So Zoom magically did it for you. That works. I'm cool with that too. Um, But the whole idea is here at, I believe Zoom actually, they're starting to mandate that every single, uh, Zoom meeting that's, you know, public going through their public uh, uh, website there. Like I see you went through USO4, which is probably one of their many servers that they're feeding all of their video feeds into and, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of doing the the feeds there. Um, uh, Pretty much having a password on it is a bare minimum security measure. Um, If you didn't have a password on it before, then the idea of Zoom bombing could actually be effective where basically attackers would build a little small program that would generate the nine digit code that allows you to sign sign into zoom. And they would randomly sign into uh, uh, different like teachers, uh, zoom webcasts that are happening for these various schools and would end up putting really nasty things such as pornography and, okay. in one of the feeds and then take over the audio. And it was just, you know, unbearable to the point where the moderator had to remove them from the meeting, but it was a nuisance sense. And that was a significant issue. Um, I think Do you also, think that was
0: done more because of the school type setting, where it was like, okay, everybody log in to this at this time and we'll interact together? But maybe they weren't putting a password because people were getting it wrong, and they were just like, It'll, it's fine, just put in. We'll have the top, we'll have it off. But yeah. then, like someone looking to take advantage of that is like, like, I'm going to mess with them. Ha, ha, let's see what happens.
1: I feel like that comes down to a classic uh, issue that we always run into when it comes to anything cybersecurity is the operational overhead versus. Yeah and where do you find that happy medium and balance? Um, it's, it's a very common thing and that more than likely was an operational, easy thing to use.
0: Um, and well, that's You and back. I talked on the phone recently and I, and I told you about a, an incident where um, because of your last meeting or your last podcast that you did with us, uh, you were talking about cybersecurity and being aware of scams and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. A couple of my friends have been really diligent now upon if they see something they're reporting it on social media so that other people are aware of it. Awesome. Um, with this whole stimulus check thing that came out, a buddy of mine got a thing in the mail right away. Is like, Oh, we got your stimulus check, but you got to log in here and put in your bubble. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, whoa, whoa, this doesn't look right. <laughs> He's like, this is, this is fishy. And he put it on Facebook and immediately people that were in that, you know, in that division of cybersecurity were like, yeah, this is totally fraud. Please send us this so we can go after these people. Um, but my wife, you know, has pointed out that she's gotten stuff from like Apple saying, "Oh, well, you need to log in because your password's been, you know, taken over." Click here. They always yeah. have the click here thing, and then yeah. I, I keep telling everybody: anytime it says click here, do not click here. Mm-hmm. If you think something's happened, go on their website through your pathways that has security and measures and all that stuff, and then research if it's real or not. I said, plus. The weird thing is, is they keep sending you the email, but the, our Apple ID is through mine. It's not through yours. So anytime you get hmm. anything from Apple saying you didn't do this, you need to do that. It's all That's fake. It's <laughs> fake. <laughs> you know, so
1: I mean, it sounds like a situational awareness thing where you should know where your accounts are linked and that yeah. and that idea, and you know, following honestly typical cybersecurity hygiene of just not clicking on links in general, Mm -hmm. uh, because ultimately what could happen is that an attacker, if they have a link, a lot of times it's embedded with malicious code that could become what's called a reverse shell. That reverse shell basically means I may have administrative access to your computer and I can essentially take over it Mm -hmm. if it comes down to it. Um, And that's a very, it's a common attack vector and it's very easily exploited, especially to folks that, you know, are not necessarily paying attention to what emails they get, Um, looking at email headers and that type of thing. If, you know, Netflix sends you an email, for example, that says, Hey, you know, you need to reset your password, to update your billing information, but you notice all sorts of weird grammatical errors throughout the email. And you happen to highlight over one of the links. This is kind of a neat trick where you can see the entire link of where it's actually going. And if it does not say anywhere with netflix.com, you pretty much can safely bet that this is phishing in some way, shape or form. Yeah.
0: Well, and also on the other side of that, I've noticed that um, right now with everybody uh, quarantined at home and doing more conference calls type stuff, there's been a big boost in sales for webcams because some computers may be older. They don't have a decent camera or they don't have a decent microphone. And these little clip on webcams are pretty good, but Mm -hmm. like, there's an issue of availability. So I noticed a lot of people had bought a bunch of them and now they're reselling them and they're using different websites that may not be just for purchasing the camera. Like if you notice the ones that are at the top, sometimes they're, they're just someone's attempt at making a website and they're like, click here to, to purchase this and they'll offer you a good deal. But it, meanwhile, you're putting in all of your financial stuff to a company that may not be a real company Right, to purchase man. this thing, and then oh well, now we've got everything, including your security code at the back, and we can just do whatever we want with your credit card now. Ha 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 ha! You thought yep. you got a good deal on a on a on a you know decent camera. You know, I try to tell people, I was like, if you're going to buy that, like buy it from a reliable source. You know, go to go to these companies that you know. If you're going to buy a, a Logitech, go to Logitech, or go to you know Newegg, or you know Amazon or whatever. I said, but you know, go to a site and buy it. Don't just buy it from random. You know dot 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 like you said click the whole address line and see is this a legit company what, what am i buying this from right exactly and it's it's interesting how over the
1: history of tech in a sense when it comes to a lot of these websites is that how everything was so decentralized when it comes to buying online where if you just go to a website that was a novel thing um yeah. to be fantastic there um but it was a novel thing where you can actually you know go to the website and that type of thing but now it's to the point where a lot of these smaller based websites you know, could be not legit or not. Therefore they could be suffering. So it's going back to now to a centralized model now where you want to go to your trusted verified sites like Amazon, who then will work with these individual resellers. So they get the idea of, Hey, I'm going through Amazon, even though I'm buying from a reseller, new eggs, doing the same thing. Um, let's see target doing the similar things plus i I try to
0: you know i've heard this said before and i try to tell other people this if you're going to buy something online try to buy it through a credit card company who has security measures in place rather than Mm -hmm. just your debit card that way you're not out your money immediately yes always through a credit Credit card company they can refute the charge they can fight it if it's your debit card company then you're losing money out of your account then you're you don't have any money in your hands while they're trying to figure it out and it may take a while yep it's a little different when it's a credit situation Exactly. Yeah. it's a big difference between
1: liquid, measurable, you know, uh, cash flow that you have is sitting in a debit account versus a credit by, yeah. by a long shot. Yeah. So something uh, that Justine and I practice pretty heavily too. It's anything we buy online is through a credit card and if we notice there's anything weird going on, we immediately cancel it, work it out with the credit card company and move forward and there's no damage to us. It's yeah. more or less on the credit
0: card side. So are you guys working from home now on a regular basis?
1: Yep. It's actually, it's funny you mentioned that That uh, as far as, you know, the whole quarantine is concerned, it's not much has really changed for us. Really. Uh, it helps that we're introverts by nature, which does you know, help in that sense. But from working from home perspective, uh, the key difference for me is that being you know, on the cybersecurity side, working for CyberArk, um, is that I'm not able to get out and visit my customers face to face, be able to, you know, you know, give advice and troubleshoot situations that type of thing. Um, so everything's now being done remotely as much as possible. Uh, Some of the federal government uh, still has their mandates where you can't even be on site at all, or we can't remote into certain networks because you have to be there in person. They're still adhering to those rules. So some of those networks are sitting stagnant. Um, So that's a little bit of the difference on my side there. From Justine's perspective, I'll let her speak to that.
2: I mean, I find myself to be very fortunate that I've been able to work from home. I know that there are a lot of people out there who are not able to.
1: Very much so, yep. You know? Yep. So I mean, it's just a matter of doing Zoom meetings, and, um, and as well as doing uh, mm-hmm. at least for for side work, we internally use WebEx and you know have passwords and all that. Yeah.
0: So, um, like, let me ask you this: um, if you need supplies, are you are are you one of you going into town, or both of you going into town, or are you having things yeah. delivered? Yeah.
1: So we uh, typically go. Uh, we you spend one day during the weekend usually to go to a grocery run and kind of plan uh, our grocery bill for the week. Um, we'll end up going to the grocery store uh, and trying to you know, get whatever goods are needed there for the week. And a lot of times if we do get takeout, we try to support local businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. we typically don't like doing delivery. That's just mm-hmm. not, that's just a, a me preference type thing. I like to be able to get out and we do go out once a day to walk.
2: He doesn't want anybody to know where he lives.
1: That's part of it. <laughs> that's part of it. That's um, but uh, <laughs> but as far as going out, we do we do go out once a day to a, a greenway to take Miss um, Luna for a nice long walk. Usually we try to get, you know, three to four miles in in about an hour time frame and try to keep the body moving and also keeping us a little bit on the sane side with some uh, fresh yeah. air.
0: Yeah, I've been asking everybody that's been on lately, you know, what are you doing to kind of stay sane? Are you, you know, are you getting outside, that kind of stuff? And And I've heard a lot of reports saying that, you know, getting outside is important to get some sunlight on your skin. I guess Mm -hmm. the vitamin D helps you fight infection. And if you're not outside, if you're just inside as an indoor cat, you're going to get sicker or you're you're more susceptible to get sick. So you need that exposure to the sun. Um, Very much
2: so. Well, and I mean, lack of vitamin D can become a health risk there. Oh yeah. I mean, you've got rickets, you've got a seasonal affective disorder that happens to folks during the winter months. Seasonal Um,
0: depression because of what it does psychologically to you. you Yeah. Yeah. Anytime um, we get in a funk here, you know, my wife and I are like, Hey, let's go for a walk. And we've been lucky in the fact that our grandson's been coming to visit a good bit. And we've been out walking around with him. Okay. Um, last yes, night, we played Frisbee for a good two hours. Nice. <laughs> he's learned he's like three and he's learning to throw the Frisbee. And it's like <laughs> it's he'll throw it really horribly. And he's like, Oh, I'll go get it. He'll run off, you know, tear off after it. And the whole time he's running, I'm thinking, good, run it, run it all out. You're going to sleep good tonight. (laughs)
1: Exactly. Your daddy will
0: appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. um, But yeah, like keeping, keeping yourself occupied, keeping yourself interested. I know a lot of people have gone deep into like shows they haven't watched or like my Mm -hmm. brother mentioned that he's learning to play guitar. He's like, I've had this guitar sitting around. I thought, why not learn now? I've got extra time. So he's watching YouTube videos and like learning finger placements and stuff like that. He's like, why not? Her, her ukulele. Yeah, I know. So yeah, so Justine's <laughs> actually playing with her, uh, her ukulele
1: that we bought when we were in Hawaii. Yeah, cool. And has actually learned a couple of uh, <laughs> I couple bought stanzas it. and a couple of songs so far.
2: I bought it when we were on our honeymoon. I was like, this would be really cool to have as an art piece for the wall or something. And it's just kind of been sitting in the corner ever since. Um, and we figured, why not play it now? Why exactly. not figure out how to actually play it? So yeah. I've learned how to tune it and I have learned a few chords mm-hmm. and I can strum along and sing a little bit and it's been really awesome. fun. Actually. You know, I kind
0: of wonder what the social aspect of this is going to be once we all get like a vaccine type thing and we're mm-hmm. able to get out in public again. I really think that we're going to start judging each other by, did you do anything during this quarantine or did you just sit around? Yeah. Like, we're going to literally start talking about, so what did you do? And, like, people who have done things are going to bond in a way that people who didn't aren't.
2: I binge-watched the Tiger King documentary <laughs> on Netflix. But I also talked to you alone. I, so,
1: <laughs>
0: I didn't watch it, <laughs> but you're a lot of people
1: it have.
2: Like, Don't do it. Does this yeah, sound
1: like a piano-esque A Claire little King? bit where we're going to socially uh, kind of segregate ourselves? Yes, According I think so.
2: people who were who are productive and the people who've been, yes. Watch well, I mean, there's something no, to be said for, for Netflix, you know, I'm
1: saying binge watch Netflix. I mean, you can be perfectly contributing to, you know, working and such and still watch that at the same time. That's and what I I'm do. just referring
0: to folks who, you know, literally didn't do anything. To anything. So well. <clears> there's <throat> a lot of those people out there that are doing nothing during this quarantine. Nothing.
2: Okay. Don't and, do and, nothing. You was, I'm, I'm,
0: I'm telling you, I'll judge those people. <laughs> Yep.
1: <laughs> you
2: got to find something yeah, because just, otherwise you will lose your mind.
1: And right. I think it's something of encouragement as well is that there are a lot of companies that you can take advantage of now that, that are offering free training, especially if you're on the IT side of the house. Um, yep. Like well, something I'm taking advantage of, my company uh, has offered down where I can take some AWS uh, cloud security architect uh, training. Um, actually, I think it's just, cloud architect but anyway um it's a specific training that is free that my company essentially is paying for and is allowing me to go through the video training and take the test and get certified because it does have a long-term benefit but it's also hey we know you're at home we know you're not quite as busy as you would be on the road therefore you can be doing this training in the meantime and really help yourself you know from a resume boosting perspective and the company in the long term of having that that cloud knowledge with aws
0: cool that's really cool
2: You know, people who aren't necessarily as specialized, like there is everybody Mm. has that thing where they always say like, oh, if only I had the time, I would learn how to do this. I would learn how to play guitar or I would write a book or Mm. I would do, you know, whatever. Now is the time. Yep. You have no excuses. You are at home. You have nothing else to do. Now is the time to do that thing that you have always told yourself. If only I had time, I would do this thing.
1: But also when you do that, please be careful to not annoy the writer or else they might kill you in the book. Yeah.
0: <laughs> You're
1: not
0: mad yet. Oh. I'm still here. I like, here, the, so I like the fact it. that – uh, <clears throat> what was it? Um, I've read about many different writers who they'll put like a bully from their childhood in the story and Ooh. have them be the butt of the joke in the stories. Like, yeah, this guy was a real jerk to me when I was younger. I tell you what, I'm going to have him die horribly in the story. <laughs> And they'll base the character on that. I'm like, that's so awesome.
2: (laughs) I'm not naming names, but he knows who
0: he is. He's listening right now going, I wonder if she's going to talk about me. Could be. There's that song, You're So Vain. I bet you think the song is about you. (laughs) If you're reading it, you probably (laughs) are. could be the case. But it's funny. But all
2: characters are fictional. Any resemblance to persons living or dead is completely coincidental.
0: Yeah, you got to put that in there for legal reasons.
2: Absolutely. It's not you. It's a blend of everybody.
0: I tried to get into Woody Allen once and I I watched this movie. um, I guess it was during the 80s. And the whole movie was about his family and friends were upset at him because he wrote about them in every movie. And they're like, I can't believe you wrote about this. I can't believe you even used my name. And he was like... It's, it's for art. And I was like, it's not art. It's me. And they're all pissed <laughs> off. And, and I watched it and I was thinking, okay, this one I like. I don't understand the other ones, but this one I like. I like this oh, one. This is funny. The work of a
1: not so great writer that didn't put their subtlety in there very good.
0: Yeah.
2: Or it, it sounds kind of like what they did on The Office. Because we've been, wa- we've been uh, watching. We've been listening to The Office Ladies podcast because we really enjoy the show The Office. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things that they mentioned when they thought the show wasn't really going to go very far. One of the writers basically asked one of his friends, hey, do you mind if I use your name for a character? And his friend's name was Jim Halpert, who apparently who turns out to be one of the main characters of the show. And so now the real Jim Halpert, when he goes to like make reservations at the hotel or whatever, and he gives them his name, the people on the other end of the phone are like, yeah, right, sure, okay, whatever.
0: So how far do I need, because I haven't watched it and -hmm. I tried to watch it. My brother's been on me about, you need to watch The Office. I've tried to watch it. The beginning of the first season is awful. It's just almost unwatchable. And he goes, you just got to keep pushing through. And I'm like, okay, how far, how far do I need to go? Well, I guess they could have the same
1: similar concept of Game of Thrones and how slow it got started. And I will admit. No,
0: are you kidding me? Watched, Game of Thrones within the first five minutes they chop a dude's head off. I'm like, <gasps> I
2: watched the first season of Game of Thrones for. and I just I had trouble getting into it. And usually I'm into that kind of genre.
0: Oh man, I was in it right away. But like,
2: I got attached. So here's I mean, my I problem. I was too, but oh, here, it depends
0: on your personality. Well, here's my thing. problem:
2: I got attached to Ned Stark.
0: Well, yeah, everybody did.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. and then when they did what they did to Ned Stark. I was like, okay, well then this is going nowhere because they have pulled off the main, I was viewing him as the main character.
0: Well, and here's the thing, after watching it all, I keep telling my wife, I said, so like everybody, everybody, no matter what land they were in, when you mentioned Ned Stark's name, everybody had reverence for him. And it's like, what did he do that? Everybody's like so enamored by him. And I'm thinking this is going to be a great backstory. If they ever have like a prequel type show. Mm-hmm. Well, he was the and only dark one story in the gonna be whole. Awesome.
2: He was the only one in the whole thing who had any kind of standards of.
0: Yeah, like, everybody well, else. When you, when you figure out too. what he did, it's like, holy cow! I can't believe that he, you know, took care of this kid that wasn't his and made his wife think that he was a, a bastard the whole time. And it's like, wow! I mean,
2: he was the only genuinely honorable person in the whole thing.
0: Yeah. Well, it was on, his honor that killed him in the end. I mean, family, because he yeah. was yeah. honorable. Yeah.
2: What kind of message are we sending people with that? Like, don't be a good person.
0: If there's dragons and swords, be <laughs> as well, conniving be as possible. Yeah. Is that the-
2: <laughs> if, if you're a good person, you're going to end up with your head chopped off.
0: <laughs> or, or maybe the wildlings are the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah.
2: Just go off into the woods. Yeah. Live off the grid.
0: You know, why not? It wasn't so bad for them. I mean, until the the White Walkers came, but, you know, whatever.
2: You know, so you've got a choice. You can either, you know, be
0: be be killed for your
2: nobility or you can end up eaten by ice
1: zombies. You didn't want reading too much about the French Revolution? Probably. Yeah.
0: It could have something to do with it there. Death by the guillotine. I just got into an interesting <clears throat> podcast. Uh, Dan Cummins is a comedian. He does a podcast called Time Suck. And he did one. I just listened to it this morning on uh, Ruby Ridge. And I'd heard about Ruby Ridge when I was younger, but I didn't know the story. And I started hearing this story about these guys. And, and he, he has a very interesting way of taking a topic and he has a team of researchers that help him do all the background information, but then he spits out all this information back. And as a comedian, he makes jokes along the way. And he keeps calling you know, this guy's name. The main character of this, this guy is Randy Weaver is the, the main culprit and his wife, uh, Vicki. And uh, he keeps changing. He keeps calling him Handy Randy and Sticky Vicky, And he goes, he goes I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I just can't get away from it. I can't. Handy Randy's at it again. You know, and he just. But. He makes jokes along the way. It, it makes it so much easier to, to digest the the awfulness of the situation. But, you know, he's, he's very open to just finding out the facts. And and all along the way, he's like, listen, he goes, this is a terrible story about things that went wrong in, by the government and by Randy. And he goes, all this could have been avoided if Randy had just turned himself in for doing something that he'd done illegal. He goes, but in a weird way, he self-prophesized what was going to happen. And so he goes into depth and talks about the steps and, and what happened every step of the way. And it was like, holy crap, I can't believe this. But like I've gotten into a lot of Dan Cummings and, and this is one of those podcasts that that you know people are like, oh, you need to check it out. It's called Time Suck, you're gonna really enjoy it. And immediately when I saw the web the uh, the 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 timeline of events, like he I don't know how often he does them, maybe once a week, but it's always a topic that's like really odd or or something that you haven't thought of or something you may be interested in. And I I was like, well, I'll just, you know, cherry pick what I want to hear about and just see what he does. And immediately I was hooked. And they're like, I want to say his first ones are like 30 minutes. And I didn't listen to the first ones because everybody's first of everything is awful. So (laughs) you just go towards when they hit their groove. And I think I picked out a topic like um, Area 51 or something like that and aliens. And I thought, oh, let's see what he talks about with this. Very interesting stuff, and then I listened to something about the uh, uh, the Nazis' search for the Holy Grail, and I was like, "Wait, what?" I'd heard a little bit about that, you know, when you're watching Indiana Jones stuff like that comes out on like those those um, History Channel types su- you know, like events. They're mm-hmm. like, "Oh yeah, they really did search for the Holy Grail," and I was like, "What?" So they, then oh, I listened to that time huh. Suck, and it was crazy. It was really crazy. Holy cow! Yeah. But he he attacks every subject like that, and. I, everyone that comes out now, I'm like, Oh, I got to hear that one too. I got to hear that one too. Like, it's like, it's like I'm learning, but I'm also getting a good laugh from it all too. I mean, I don't know what it is about it. It is
1: my laughter when you're learning at the same time. and I mean, if yeah. everything is boring and you're falling asleep at the keyboard, then what are you doing?
0: <laughs> well, and right now everybody's looking for stuff to keep them busy or, or occupied or whatever. So like, you know, let's say you have time off and you want to like invest some time to learn something new. This is another Avenue of a, a podcast that you could listen to. That's like entertaining and educational at the same time. Um, But yeah, I mean, everybody's looking to do something and like YouTube right now. I think they're flooded with people <laughs> watching like learning courses and learning how to do things and also just entertainment stuff. Like, that's one of the reasons that I kept doing this on the YouTube was because people say, I like listening to it, but sometimes I just want to watch it. And I'm like, really? I'm like, oh, yeah, I like watching you guys. And I'm like, okay. So doing them through Zoom then allows, I don't know if you know how this turns out when you put it on Zoom, but because of the way it's filmed, it focuses on each person as they talk. So it's like, it's almost like you're hanging out in the room, except mine has this weird background behind me and you guys have the, the sunlight behind you with your with your roof. Angled. <laughs> so very similar. How your your camera
1: that you were talking about was uh, it pivots to the person that's talking. Yeah, that the active
0: uh, volume and such. Okay, cool. Yeah, which is great. I mean, I mean that's how you want to have it. As long as people have a decent you know sound system or whatever, then even mm-hmm. your your regular you know camera or your microphone from your laptop is going to pick up decently if you have a, a nice laptop, which I know you do. Um,
1: yeah, yeah but, um, <laughs> it's probably the same model as yours. I think you maybe have a model newer uh, MacBook Pro and. Yeah, the yeah, camera seems to be working great and, yeah. and fiber internet here at the house.
0: Yeah. All good. Um, I've seen some people say that if they have like a, even any kind of microphone, even if it's a USB microphone, that it makes it sound a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I did find that if I don't plug my headphones into the side, then I have feedback and I don't want feedback coming through. because like a weird, I don't know, it's a reverb kind of thing and it it's like uh, talking into an echo chamber a little bit. So, I heard it was
1: thinking that uh, podcasters like to just have their headphones on when they're talking. There's there's a legitimate reason.
0: Okay. Well, and not only that, like even if you're in the room, it is nice to have the the headphones on because sound wise, I can hear how everybody's sound level is, so I can adjust it. It'd be different if I had like an engineer, or somebody who could sit behind the, the the monitor and do all this, and I could just talk. Mm-hmm. But like I've watched a lot of podcasts on YouTube and stuff, and and Joe Rogan does a lot of them, also. You know where sometimes they'll wear the headphones and sometimes they won't, and sometimes people say, do you prefer them on or off? And he goes, doesn't matter, whatever you want. He goes, if you can hear your own voice, sometimes you can tell whether or not you're speaking properly into it. And like, I've noticed that if it's like his friends that have been on before, they don't wear them. But if it's like a scientist who or somebody who's never been on and he's just there interviewing them about some book or some new finding, he's like, hey, you might want to put these on so you can hear yourself. Because otherwise they have a tendency to lean back away from the thing like this and they're talking and he goes, hey, how about move it towards your face, you know? Mm-hmm. If they hear themselves, then they know whether or not they've moved mm-hmm. too far away. So it's kind of like a, it's kind of like you're leading them a little bit, you know? But yeah. yeah, I mean, the technical aspect of this, I've learned a lot of this just by trial and error, and I kind of wish you were here to kind of help me figure it out along the way, but it's been interesting to teach myself. I mean, it's, you know, it's one of those things where once you teach yourself, you're like, oh, I figured out how to do that. Yay. And you kind of want to run that out in the yeah. house. Yeah. I keep telling my wife, "I'm like I figured this out," and she's just not entertained at all. She's just like, "Yeah, I knew you would." And I'm Thank like, but half half five me." It sounds like the same thing. Whenever I tell her about you
1: know figuring out our software testing and we have a new version coming out, and R and D asked me to test something before yep.
0: release, really it.
1: Oh, hey! I got it working. Guys, excited. That's great.
0: Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah yeah exactly I'm like <laughs> I'll start feel, I'm I'll start feeling explaining wind rush
1: through
2: my hair as you're explaining this to me as yeah. it's over my head but it, it's the, gonna...
0: it's literally the equivalent of one of those action movies where you walk away from a scene and it explodes as he walks away slowly that's mm-hmm. that's what it is that you're like
2: okay <sighs> I'm not sure if I'm supposed to be like excited that this is a thing or if I should say oh that's too bad yeah or
1: or you gonna, can be like, I'm not excited the problem that I've been working on for the last week has a, been due to a bug. And
0: then that's, that's going to be a much longer train.
2: That's great. Oh, wait. Now let,
0: let me ask you this, Justine. So like when I'm explaining stuff to Dolores that I figure out, I go, so I did this and I did this and I did this. And, and then as I'm saying, I go, and blah, 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 technical stuff. And she goes, Oh, good. Is that kind of yeah. the same deal? So
1: it sounds like uh um, static on the TV whenever we're talking for a little bit. But I have to be uh,
0: cognizant enough to as I'm explaining it, I go, Oh, I'm just oh, talking. Dear, no. okay. Let, yeah, she she has that glazed over look, like I've just I've started talking another language and I go, It doesn't matter. Yeah, just, well, okay. I, I, I did something cool. <laughs> I
2: understand more than I did a year ago. I understand more today than I did a year ago. I understand more today than I did five years ago. But a lot of the stuff that you're talking about still sounds like gobbledygook to yeah. me. So I'm not sure what the appropriate response is sometimes. We're like, should I, what, what question should I ask? Or yeah. should I ask a question? Or should I just say, oh, that's great?
1: But it's also on a social cue on my side to be able to tell when it's not making a whole lot of sense. I'm like, yeah. okay, does this make sense or should I rephrase this?
2: Can you explain it to me in terms of food?
1: <laughs>
0: that's, can
2: you make a comparison to like a layer cake? Because yeah, I can, gotta, under, I understand cake.
0: You have to figure out the relative terms. And you're like, okay, how can I explain yeah. this? Like I was well, trying, and to, that's
2: and that's one of the things that that I think we've been able to work well together on is because he's very hyper technical. Mm-hmm. And when he goes out and talks to the people for work, mm-hmm. a lot of times the people who are the decision makers on are, you not know, are on whether to buy the product or not, because it's a great product, yeah. but the people who are making the decision on whether to purchase or not are not very hypotechnical.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, so it gives me a, a sounding board audience more or less and saying, hey, why don't we try rephrasing... Yeah or reapproaching how you're going to describe this problem right. that you're helping this government agency solve. Yeah.
2: If you can't translate their it box. right. If you can't translate it into a way that these people understand, you're not going to be able to help them very much.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So there's that.
2: Yeah. So can you explain it in terms of food? What kind of analogy can we make that yes. will
1: that will translate? Then I would try to tell them, okay, well,
0: we'll you put try turning again. it off and turning it on again. <laughs> That's normally a good start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So
2: in that sense, I mean, I think I've been able to help you mm-hmm. translate the, the tech speak.
1: Yes, you have helped tremendously over the last five years. I mean, when yeah. you're in consulting, you have to be able to relate to, your audience and who you're talking to. And if you're, you know, talking above them and, you know, depending on your verbiage, even if it's just, you know, explaining common concepts or common courtesy, if you're not able to to reach them, then why are you talking?
2: I listen to you using the word verbiage. Nice.
0: He's listening. It's the magic in the tea.
2: Yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> I put pixie
2: dust in that stuff.
0: So listen, where we're at, we haven't yet had the, Mandatory, you have to wear masks everywhere you go. Thing. Um, one of Dolores's friends lives in Miami. She came to visit and she says, Down there, they do. Anywhere they go in public, they have to wear a mask. Are you guys having that in your area? Yeah. No. In Raleigh, it yeah, hasn't quite hit that. Um, okay. I understand. I believe it's recommended, highly recommended.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, but I see when we're out walking, a, a mix of people, especially in open air, um, going to the grocery store, probably see a little bit more people with masks. But
2: too. it's not mandatory it's um voluntary but i mean we haven't been able to get our hands on any so we don't really have much of a choice
1: yeah ourselves and we're lacking the skill set to make them ourselves yeah i can't effectively i otherwise. am
2: not a sewer i can't sew we don't own any bandanas like yeah mm-hmm. so that's where we are
0: mm. Yeah. I've, I've sort of taken the approach of I'm healthy. I feel great. Yeah. I think I, I think I may have already had this cause I had a dry, hacky cough November and December.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I, my wife kept asking me, she's like, you're not running a fever. And I was like, no. And I, I had this dry, hacky cough all that time and they keep explaining this is, Oh, this is a symptom. And I'm going, okay. Hmm. And a lot of people think that it was here in the United States before anybody knew it was here. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, I, I could have had it. I could have been the person that, you know, ran through it because I I go into public all the time. I'm touching door handles all the time. I'm, you know, all these restaurants and stuff that we deliver to and these different trucks that we come in contact to, everything's metal. And they say Mm -hmm. that if it's on metal, it can live for like two weeks before it transfers to somebody else. You could be asymptomatic and you could transfer Mm -hmm. it and not know. And I was like, now I'm at the point where I'm like, I, I think I'm okay. As long as I just stop touching my, damn face you know if i'm you think wash your hands often of course but stop touching your face and when everybody started coming out with this and you know suddenly we're on lockdown is when the allergies started getting so bad i couldn't stop touching my eyes and i and every time i touch my face i was like oh this has to set a new record for times i've touched my face since they said stop touching your face
2: <laughs> yeah. I think when when that came out, I, I think mean, everybody realized by my top
0: consciously, my this, top so.
2: hobbies apparently include going out in public places and, and touching, touching my
0: face. face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that works. Like, how many times can I touch my face today? Oh, I just counted twenty times yeah. within five minutes. <laughs> it's like, like, why? oh, I have
2: an itchy spot above my eyebrow.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Did you just touch your face? Maybe. Do you need to go wash your hands?
1: Does that count? As sh- but what if I'm stroking my beard?
2: You don't have a beard. Yes. I do. <laughs> you have. You have one that's worth a
0: scruff. Has some scruff. I you're, need a a, you're
2: a you're a scruffy-looking nerf herder.
0: That's again another I think reason that why counts I as it. touching your face.
1: Okay, that does count. All right. Yeah.
2: You don't have enough beard to to not have contact with your actual face. There.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Leave it. to... And them. actually, they've oh, said that
0: beards contact. are uh, uh, a a people with beards are more susceptible to holding the virus in their beards longer than people who are clean shaven. That's true. That's not, that's not anything to do with why I don't have a beard right now.
2: Reason number 867 to shave your beard off.
0: Just because you said that now I want to grow a beard out.
2: (laughs) I'm not kissing
1: you. Go ahead. (laughs) How would Dolores (laughs) like
0: this? (laughs) Uh, She doesn't have a choice, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) No, we're, you know, we're very good. Um, we've stayed inside a lot. I'm the main one going out and getting things. Um, I've been doing all the food runs. I've been doing the runs to the, to Lowe's. Um, and I I made a comment to her the other day. I said, you know, I got back from Lowe's and she goes, how was it? I said, I think I'm pregnant now. She was like, what? I was like, (laughs) there's so many people there. I said, "I, I felt like if I if I didn't keep moving, someone was going to pick my nose at any second. I was just like, they were everywhere. I had two ladies run into me, physically run into me. Wow. And I was like, excuse you. How much
2: for social distancing? What yeah.
0: yeah. And then I went to the farmer's market. I found a, a few plants at the farmer's market. And everybody was doing a good job there until I got in line to pay. And I had this elderly couple come up and like get so close that their shoes were on my shoes. Behind me. And I'm like, what? Where's the social distancing? You guys are in your 70s. Back up. You know.
1: Maybe you need to put like a a belt on that has like a six feet extension thing going out. That way you have like a circumference around you where people know not to get into
0: that. I I saw a thing on the the internet. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure.
0: With the guy with the pool noodles on his his hat that like stuck out in different directions. That guy. (laughs) That guy's a hero.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Or like they, they like rigged up something for a hula hoop to go around. Yeah, Like, so you must stay this far apart.
0: <laughs> yeah. But you'd need six feet of hula hoop around you, so it had to That's be a also tremendous true. hula hoop. So,
2: I mean, you're going to have to splice many hula hoops together in order to get the six feet. Challenge accepted. So, yeah. Go ahead. Where are you going to get a hula hoop right now?
0: That's a really good question.
2: That's mm. not essential.
0: Hey, they deliver hula hoops. That's true. Don't let the internet challenge you. It will defeat you. <laughs> You can get anything on the internet right now. <laughs> I'm always kind of in the, the type that <clears> operates <throat> under
1: the always ask for uh, forgiveness rather than permission.
2: What did you do?
0: There's some truth yeah. to that. Nothing. What did
2: you do now?
0: It's just how I operate. We'll leave it at that. Sometimes it's a sometimes it's a blessing. Sometimes it's like, oh thank God you went out and got this extra food before the pandemic happened. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's like you bought a tiger? Why did you buy a tiger? You know, so
2: (laughs) Because it's cute and cuddly.
0: And then he gets bigger. And, and you told me straight.
2: I couldn't keep the sea turtle in the bathtub.
0: <laughs> There's a friend of mine who's enamored with uh, people who get the little monkeys as pets. And he's like, I want a monkey so bad. And I was like, that's a terrible idea. And I went, wait, you should totally do that and film every minute of it. Because that's going to be incredible to watch later. <laughs>
2: yeah. I draw the line. I can't do monkeys.
0: <laughs> I I call him on the phone and I go, seriously, don't buy a monkey. He goes, but they're so cute. I said, you know what happens when they turn, right? They all get to adolescence (laughs) and they turn at a certain point. There's movies made about this. You can watch anything on YouTube or there's documentaries.
1: That's pretty close to a monkey for us right now. Oh, he's sleeping.
2: Yeah, she's sleeping. She's dreaming. She's twitching.
0: She's she's having a good
1: life.
2: Yep, she had her her puke and now she's good.
0: Oh, you got to factor that into your day.
2: Well, I mean priorities, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, puke, nap. Food, walk.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm kind of wondering what public's going to be like once this is over, like, you know, especially like large event type things. Like, I don't know, Disney, for example, what is Disney going to do? Are they going to mandatory that you have a vaccine before you're allowed in the park? Is there going to be like a time thing that you go, yeah, I had it two weeks ago. So now I'm allowed in. Is Everybody it going to be a thing where vaccine? they go, sorry, we we just can't allow more than this many people in at a time, you know, every surface they touch. You think about if if you have symptoms and you go in there and you touch things, does it matter that you've had the vaccine? Like say, say if I've had the vaccine, but you haven't, but you went in the park and maybe you're asymptomatic and you've touched door handles and stuff. And I go in and I touch door handles. It may not bother me, right? Because I've had the vaccine, but maybe it lives on me for a while and I come into contact with somebody else later that doesn't have the vaccine. And then they end up getting it that way through contact. Or is this something, because I listened to this, Okay, so here's an example. Uh, Dan Cummings did this time suck on the COVID-19 and the Spanish flu, and he talks about, you know, what happens once this all goes through, the history of viruses, what viruses really are. He has an expert come on and talk about it. And he goes, you know, they're not really alive or dead. They're really very odd in the way they behave. And he he talks about all the technical aspects of it. And he goes, Mm -hmm. you know, something that we've learned along, you know, through history is that sometimes the virus just works itself out. Like it, genetically, it, it has a, a a peak period of when it's most effective. And then it the the symptoms start lowering and it, like nature fights it naturally because it's how the balance of things are supposed to work. It goes, you know, some things that used to be really awful for us are not not as potent anymore just because the virus isn't as strong. So I kind of wonder what's going to happen to things like Disney, things like cruise ships, you know, mm-hmm planes for that matter. I mean, I wonder what's going to happen and, you know, what everybody's going to do to kind of safeguard themselves or their families.
2: Nobody's going to have the middle seat for a long time.
1: Ooh, at least in the foreseeable future, especially with Delta, I mean, since that's uh, who I typically fly with, um, I've received emails from them saying that if they do fly, at least their flight attendants are required to wear face masks at a, at a minimum precaution, it's probably a matter of time before they tell passengers to wear a mask at, at minimum Um whether they you know, comply or not. But if they don't have a mask on, they may not allow you to board.
0: See, I'm okay with that, like, on a plane. Um, what I'm not okay with is, like, if you go to Disney or on a cruise ship and they say, you got to wear a mask the whole time. No, I'm not doing that. I'm just not going. Yep.
1: I mean, yep. it really takes away from the experience. Especially hot florida if you go in july and you have a mask on that's more heat that's now trapped in your face
2: and then there's sweat and bacteria that gets trapped in there and you've got a whole
0: different problem plus think about everybody's favorite pastime taking pictures of themselves in front of the castle i am smiling
2: as they touch their face
0: you get this face mask on you're like i'm smiling you're like i can't see oh well whatever click
2: family photos are going to be really interesting in that context
0: Think of how many people are going to commit crimes because everybody's got a face mask on.
2: I'm sure it's already happening somewhere. You can't,
0: you can't identify people. You're like, I see their eyes. Mm-hmm. They're
2: they're five foot seven, and that's all I got.
1: You're describing my height. Oh, you gave me an extra You edge. are not five. You. you are not
2: five foot seven. You're five foot four on a good day. Don't even.
1: It's been a longstanding argument for many years even going into medical offices to, for me to be able to prove that I'm actually five, six.
2: He, ins- five, five. he insists that he is taller than me. I'm slouching and you are wearing a hat and we're also not standing up. We're sitting. Yes.
0: <laughs> I am an inch
2: taller than he is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think and, it she, matters.
1: and she even jokes about the first date where uh, we met via eHarmony and I had listed on my profile that I was 5'6". It is also on my license. I have also been measured numerous
0: times by various medical offices to prove said fact. You know you do shrink, right? I'm sorry? You do shrink. As you age. As you age, you get shorter. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't think that's happened yet. I was but five. I think I was 5'10 when I went in the military. And, and I've measured since then... like. I guess in the last year, I'm five eight.
2: My first impression when we met on our first date was, oh, he's shorter than I thought he
0: was. He better be really smart.
2: <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say it out loud, but I walked into the restaurant and I turned and like, oh, is that, that, hi, <laughs> she shook hands, which apparently you're not allowed to do anymore. But yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, what's dating going to be like for people during this thing? Dating is just going to stop. Social distance hugging. No. No, you're within me. six feet. Yeah. Yeah. We're terrible at social distancing. That's going to be really weird. For, for Think about that. Holy cow.
2: You can't shake hands. You can't hug. You can't...
0: Do any of the other stuff?
2: Do it, yeah. You can't kiss. You can't be within six feet of each other.
1: Forceful
0: abstinence. I
2: don't know. Well, people are going to do what they're going to do.
0: So... Check. Is the pickup line then going to be, baby, I give great cam. <laughs> <laughs> you got to log no, on to see more. <laughs> no, it, it's going
2: to be. I, I, I can't I imagine. Got, i got 40 rolls of toilet paper at my house. Baby.
1: <laughs> I can imagine. You want to stay
2: who, over? I am prepared. Yeah. If anyone
1: will any surveillance on what's happening on Zoom calls and some of the things they would see.
2: <sighs> I don't want to know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hey,
0: NSA. We hear you. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you know, what are the competitors right now? Zoom is the big one everybody's talking about. But, like, I know some people are using Skype, but not many. Um, I've seen advertisements for new ones that are coming out. And I'm thinking, yeah, there's a lot of these technological things that were right on the cusp of becoming a thing. But Zoom just hit it off right off the bat. I mean, and... Mm -hmm during this initial period, they've lifted all of their regulations as far as like your time limits and your quantity of people limits. And they're like, just use the service. And if you like it, when this is over, just sign up and, you know, whatever. Mm Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which is a great business model and a way to saturate a market and
0: absolutely become a
1: market leader and learn a lot by, from the IT perspective, how much load you can really handle and Plus,
0: then you get people comfortable with the product and people are creatures of habit. They're going to be like, well, I really liked using that before. Why would I want to switch now? I like this. I got everything set up. Yeah, especially from a marketing perspective, you can make it a verb like I Zoomed someone. Yes. That's instantaneous. Automatic advertising. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm part of it. I've been putting on Instagram and YouTube. Hey, check out our Zoom podcast with Jeff and Justine. Mm -hmm. You know, stuff like that. people are like that looks really good how'd you do that you know so it's just creating a buzz for them it's all free advertising Mm
2: -hmm.
0: but you know thank goodness technology is finally at this place oh i don't know it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out in the end
1: it is amazing how far it's it's come along especially over just really the last five years and then never know where it's going to really go yeah long term yeah (laughs) no one thing I'm ready to get on a baseball field again. Uh, a bit. To shout out to my, my team here, the Wake Blue Sox. Um, we're a men's baseball team that's in you know in Raleigh, and we play in a couple of different leagues. And I know those guys are uh, really feeling it right now, feeling the itch to get out. And you know, hang on. We're, we're working with the local uh, authorities here. It's, eventually, we're going to get out on our fields and be able to play again and kind of resume
0: life as normal, hopefully. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was it's interesting course. watching Aww. the draft the other night. And and as as we're watching it, I'm going. Are they getting drafted to never play again? I mean, what's going to happen there? Because these guys have to be in close contact with each other all the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was the reason that they shut down all sports. I mean, basketball and you know baseball and all this stuff was just kicking off into their stride. Hockey, and then suddenly it's like, yeah, we just you know we got people that are coming up positive, so we can't we can't have you guys interacting with each other. And it's like, holy cow, what's the next step? And it really is all tied into a vaccine, I think. You know, if we don't have a vaccine, then it's just, it's going to be one of those things of you either get it or you don't. Yeah.
1: I mean, I feel like it's the vaccines of when we get as children, especially going through elementary school, where we couldn't even go to school if we didn't have things like tuberculosis vaccine and several other things. I feel like it's going to be a part of everyday vaccination that you have to have in order to be a, uh, I guess, a contributor to the
0: society. I wonder how the anti-vaxxers feel about this right now. I haven't heard much from See them lately. Of yeah. I hadn't heard much of them lately.
2: Seen a lot of jokes.
0: Yeah. Lots
2: of jokes. Lots of jokes. Hmm. But I haven't seen anything from, from that segment. Yeah. Touch my face.
0: I noticed. I'm trying to use yep. a tissue.
2: I, I am in my own home, and I promise to wash my hands.
0: I'm trying to use a tissue if I touch my face. So here I was Cry, thinking you were crying, laughing in your well, that too. <laughs> a lot, some of you're it's sinuses. You're
2: not as as you think you are.
1: <sighs> Thank you for the uh, the, the gratification <laughs> there, that I'm not funny. So I don't try to use that same joke when I'm talking to my cousin. Yeah,
2: that would be much that. appreciated. Yeah, <laughs> you got it.
0: Yeah. Well, guys, I appreciate you guys doing this.
2: Keep you on the absolutely. straight
0: Nero. Yeah, thank you for being for on.
2: Always a pleasure, Josh.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you got anything to promote?
2: Anything to promote?
1: One thing I want to think about. I know we talked about this from a cybersecurity perspective and social engineering there have been things circulating on things like Facebook, Instagram, where you can kind of fill out like who's your favorite or who are you? Or who's your superhero, I guess, or something yes, like that. Your favorite, that you your first out. childhood pet, your. Yeah. Right. If
2: really? Do you really? don't you know no fill those out.
1: Yeah. Do not fill those out that you're giving out personal information. And frankly, you could be given out your bank information if someone had already hacked your password, and now they're doing these security checks. And those essentially yeah. are those same questions. Please don't fill those out. I know they're exciting and they make it a game. And matter of fact, I think mean, yeah. Justin can probably elaborate a little bit more it, on the It is, a, it is
2: a social engineering technique where if they can turn something into something fun or a game, people are more likely to fill this stuff out and give the information and publish it online. Yeah. So
0: like, it's a phishing technique.
2: Yeah. It's a phishing Mm -hmm. technique. And you don't know once, you know, you fill that out, you tag a friend and you know, all of that stuff. You don't know who's actually going to see that information. Mm -hmm. And it could be, you know, it looks innocent, but a lot of the questions that they use in these things are the same things that they use to verify like your bank password when you log into your bank system or other things like, like, what is your? What was your address when you were 10 years old or what mm-hmm. was your childhood pet or what's your mother's maiden name, stuff like that. Don't answer them. It yeah. looks like fun and you want to participate, but your privacy and your safety is always first.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and along those same lines, I think there's other ones that are designed to be fun. Like, click here to find out which Disney princess you are. And they oh, ask yeah. a lot of the similar questions and I'm and going
2: exactly don't
0: do these and my wife does every one of them i'm like please stop doing these yeah she's like sometimes i just want to know what kind of zucchini bread i am i'm like no stop it stop doing those surveys fake answers or something
2: yeah well i change the if i'm gonna do one of those i know don't hurt me i change the i'll take it like multiple times and change the answers every time but but do do as i say not as i do don't don't (laughs) do
1: it you need a tissue? Don't anyway. do it. Yeah, I need I can use one. No, I'm good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sneezing is not one of the symptoms <laughs> so far.
0: I was gonna no, say At, what point, do you hear, yeah, at sure. what point do you hear the person in your own home sneeze or cough and you go all right, any moment now, it's gonna be like The Walking Dead. I gotta take We're them going
2: out. gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the last month has been like that chapter of The Walking Dead that you don't see on TV. Like yeah. when Rick Grimes goes into his coma, between the time he goes into the coma and the time he wakes up, like this is the time.
0: Yeah. I keep wanting them to have like a moment where they go, I really can't do this right now. I gotta pee. Like I got <laughs> no it's, one ever, no one ever mentions having like, like I, hey, we haven't eaten in three days. Can we just stop and eat something real quick? You know? Yeah. Yeah. No one has dysentery. They all seem to be fine. Yeah. They're always perfectly groomed.
2: Somehow they manage to have clean water and medical supplies. Yeah. No one, yeah.
0: there, there's no one labeled as the town barber, but they all yeah. have the same haircuts all the time. Yeah. You know.
2: Speaking of haircuts. That's what mm. we're doing today.
0: Not once has anybody mentioned, we're really short on TP. Let's go find some TP somewhere. Right? You know, they've been on a run a lot and there's not much hygiene going on. I mean, it's just a thought.
2: I'm a little bit disturbed by this. and I have a lot of questions.
0: I'm always trying to find the flaw in shows. I'm like, no one's got a toothache. There's not one person. That's has like, anybody
2: brushed their teeth since yeah. this whole thing yeah. started?
0: Yeah. Is All that all Is the little raids inside door? those grocery stores, no one's ever been like, hey, grab some toothpaste, by the way. I, I really need to brush my teeth. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, well, real, I mean, just real-life stuff. You, you expect some real-life stuff to come in there at some point where someone's like, I really have to take a shower. Please find some soap. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> like, have you smelled me? Yeah. Well,
2: yeah. If, you're at, if you smell like death, the, the zombies might think you're one of them. So maybe that's a... It's a tactic, a tactical move.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm still
2: spoiled and soft. I, I would prefer not to resort to that right now.
0: Right. Yeah. I'm. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay.
2: I'm a Disney princess.
0: Which Disney princess are you? Click here to find out more. Tell us about your childhood pet. <laughs> Well, guys, I appreciate you coming on and doing this. Um, again, you know, if you got anything you want to promote or talk about or anytime, just let me know. This is kind of cool. I like doing this through the Zoom. Yeah, yeah. it's fun. Yeah, it's good. Oh. It looks good. It sounds good. I think yeah. it'll be fine. Yeah. Sounds good. Looking forward to
1: seeing the the finished product. And uh, yeah, definitely like listening to you and Alex talk about Final Fantasy VII uh, Remake and they've kind of been you know playing that when I get a chance as well.
0: Do you have a PS4? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I asked him, I said, PS4 or Xbox? He's like, "Yeah, PS4. Mm-hmm. It's better. I was like, really? I'm worried that if I spent that kind of money, man, my clumsy hands wouldn't have the coordination to do what I used to be able to do because it's been so long since I played.
1: Yeah, it's like riding a bike. You pick it back up. It'll take some time. You'll die a lot.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, pick yeah I'm sure. Back. I'm sure. But also, you know, I'm sort of of the, the mindset of you can either create or consume and if I'm just consuming, then I'm not creating anything. And right now, I want to time to create. It's true.
2: There you go.
0: So I'm trying to keep myself disciplined enough to just force myself to create over and over and over. That's the only way you get better. Yep. It's true. So. It always takes practice more and
1: more.
2: Notice yeah. it that Rachel Hollis says you have to be willing to suck for as long as it takes to get better. Yeah. And yeah. accept that you're going to you know, suck for a while until you get good at it.
0: Yeah. No one ever starts off immediately as like, I am the best ever. Look at me go, you know, I'm sure Beethoven in the beginning was, he plucked away and they were like, what are you doing?
2: Yeah. I mean, we can't, we can't all be Mozart. Yeah. You know?
0: you know, so indeed, awesome. All right. Well, thanks for doing this. Uh, everybody out there listening, if you guys want to check them out, I do have a fan page on the Stuff I Heard website, uh, www.stuffiheard.com. Also, there is merch for sale on there as well. Um, and as always, uh, cue the cow.